Hi, good evening. This is Doobie Keebler. And I am D. Kimmy Gibbler. And we are the creators and writers of Game of Thrones. And we are here tonight to destroy all your hopes and dreams. Because we hate you. <laughs> back in the studio you guys just kidding we are not <laughs> d kimmy gibbler and db promesa what was your name <laughs> doobie keebler so um when the episode is not about game of thrones no because i'm sure not all of our gentle listeners let's watch game of thrones no and here's what i'll say if you have not started game of thrones yet just don't, don't fucking start don't do it because boy boy howdy is it a real shit show at the end I mean, if you want to go up to the end of season six, I'm all for that. I would say if you like jerking off until the point of climax <laughs> and then stopping and then clipping your toenails, <laughs> then you should watch Game of Thrones from start to finish. <clears throat> um, if that's what you're into. So here's the thing. A couple of things. So our episode tonight is um, loosely based on... Game of Thrones. On being disappointed by Game of Thrones. Right. But it but the episode isn't the ways we're disappointed by Game of Thrones. It's no. about something else which we'll get to. Yes. That would be too easy if it was just the ways we were disappointed by Game of Thrones. <laughs> that would be... Because essentially the, the it would be all the ways. It would be uh, in so many ways. And this would be a four and a half hour episode. Yeah. Um, How are you, Sister Twain? Oh, were you going to say something else? I, I was, but that's okay. Let's, um, let's get that... Okay, so really quick, the housekeeping for tonight. I'm drinking a red wine that we like to call Black Hawk Down. What is it actually called? It's called Night Hawk Black. Okay. And it is a Boda Box red blend. it's delicious. Blend. It's jammy. It's jammy, which is even, they even say that on the box. They do right on the so box. So we know what we're talking about. I am drinking a Moscow Mule. Of course. A classic of mine. Oh. I love a, I love a good Moscow Mule, but I don't like Moscow because they interfered with our elections. Oh. Um. <laughs> Can I do one other housekeeping thing? Oh, I, just one second. Okay. And we're eating white cheddar Cheez-Its, so you'll hear this sound tonight. Because <laughs> one thing that we really bring to this podcast is sound quality. <laughs> audio, audio engineering. What's, what you really don't know is we're not eating Cheez-Its, and we went into the editing room after... And we're we hired a foley added, artist. We added that sound. Yeah, it was from a foley artist. Yeah, it's not actually a box of Kroger white cheddar Cheez Its from Walmart. Where do you buy Kroger? Walmart? Smiths? Smiths. Smiths. Yeah. Anyway, you were gonna say something. So about just a quick housekeeping thing. We heard your letters. We received thousands of them <laughs> about how I did not know that Helen Hunt was in. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> you guys, I was a little bit drunk. And it had been a long time since I'd seen that movie. Side note, there's something about closeted boys who grew up in Utah and grew up Mormon. <laughs> Tell me more. And their <sighs> disconnect or faulty connection with pop culture. My gay ex-husband, Gary... Good job. <laughs> what do you? Whatever do you mean? My gay ex husband Gary. Um, 
I could show him a picture of Duran Duran. Oh, that's apropos, and our listeners will oh, find out why in okay, a second. Okay. I could show him a picture of Duran Duran, and he would not know who he was looking at. Anyone who's Gen X should be able to look at any photo of Duran Duran. Immediately either recognize Simon LeBon, John Taylor, the other guy. I would not be able to do that. Yep, that's what I'm saying. But I am not Gen X. Oh, fuck, yes, you are, motherfucker. No, there's a little Uh, gap between Gen X and Gen Y, and that's where I land. It's called Generation Catalano. (laughs) (laughs) I'll send you the article. Fuck you. I'm not having this discussion. Generation Catalano. We're going to have to do a breve episode on this because this is important. (laughs) Okay. Fuck. Okay. I will say this in defense of young closeted gay boys everywhere. Okay. We have to be careful about what we express interest in because we are. What you partake in. We are protecting ourselves. Oh, it's... I can't imagine. Because we don't so want to be I'm murdered. I'm so and het. I know. <laughs> you guys, cis hat. Rock it out. Okay, so tonight's top five... It is the t- top five ways or things... Times. Times. Mm-hmm. That our hopes and dreams have been destroyed by something that starts with a D. And... and it- Starts with a D because of D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, who wrote the final season of Game of Thrones, which is a piece of shit. Oh. And has destroyed our hopes and dreams. My God. Which is, which is why I said, ooh, Duran Duran. That's a right. because that starts with a D twice. Oh, Duran. One of mine has three Ds in it. Oh, one I of hope my, one of them is Dick. It is. Good. <laughs> Spoiler. It is. Okay, so let's take, should we take a little break? Let's take one of those interludes. Let's take a little break. Yeah. An interlude, and then we'll jump in with our number one. All right. And we're back. Brothers and sisters. Of Aloha. Our- of- <laughs> Remember when Mormons do that? Oh, I hated it. Woke Mormons. And woke Mormons also refer to um, anyone of any sort of po- Pacific Islander descent as Polly's. Oh, oh. oh, one of my good friends is Polly. Oh, oh, oh. They don't mean polyamorous. Oh, I know. They mean Polynesian. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, brothers and sisters, aloha, okay. says Brother Gary <laughs> Johnson from Spanish Fork, Utah, <laughs> who has never seen a black person in his life or a person of color. Uh, anyway, hi, Sister Twain. He just says it to justify the fact that he wore... Flip flops to church. Oh, or like a funny was that, tie. Was that not racist, but like disrespectful? Maybe. Probably. Okay. Anyway, so I feel like there was some other housekeeping to do. Um, not really in gen- like generally speaking, but just in regards to the episode. Okay, this is what it was. I. Because I'm uh, better than you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean better than me or better than the gentle listener? Brother Coffee, oh, you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, by the way, I've gotten to the, into this habit of just calling you Brother Coffee in all settings. In like real life? Yeah. That's fine with me. Like I was here last night to watch an episode of Game of Thrones by the writers and creators Doobie Keebler and... And D. Kimmy Gibbler. Yes. And... Uh, I opened up one of your kitchen drawers, and it was the most goddamned organized thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm a recondo the shit out of those drawers. I I didn't just 
come in my panties, I like squirt it onto your floor. One time I had like a panic attack and I ordered like 72 small plastic organizers from Target. <laughs> and then I... I think we've talked about that. We may have. <laughs> and then I uh, Marie kondo the shit out of my drawers. Anyway. Uh, anyway. No, it gave me the biggest... But you said, look at Brother Coffee's I, I was organized here and I was drawer. Like, yeah. Um, you guys need to come here first. Pause the show. <laughs> Because nothing was happening. Nothing. Just some ashes were falling. I think there was some brothers fighting and falling into the fire. And I was like, pause it. For those of you in the know, I have. Remember, this episode is not about Game of Thrones. Which I know, I know. But I got to give it some lip service. I'm like grabbing your hand right now. I know. It's like the microphone. As if I'm going to baptize you. But um, I'm talking really loud. Do you want to share your number one? Wait, no, wait. I got to finish the thought. We're already three minutes into this segment. I know, and our listeners are just so hard right now. But, (laughs) um, okay, four articles I read today refer to the fight between the brothers last night. Mm -hmm. I don't want to say too much. Oh, Jesus. Because it would be so disappointing. As Clegane Bowl. Yeah. That's what our friend kept calling it last night. Like, that was a thing. I don't know. (sighs) Ugh. Anyway. I try to be relevant, but... These kids today and their date my, memes. My number one thing... That destroyed your hopes and dreams. That starts, that starts with, with a with D, D. Was just dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> dreaming destroyed yes. your hopes and dreams? So here's the thing. Tell so us more. Brother Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, Sister Twain grew up in the South. Right. And... <clears throat> For the most um, seminal part of my growing up, and have our uh, have Cindy look that up later to make sure I use the word correctly. Cindy, will you make a note of that? Thank <laughs> you. Was that her name last week, Cindy? Uh huh. Okay. Two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks ago. Um, was in West Monroe, Louisiana, which I'm sure I've brought up before, which mm-hmm. is in the northern part of Louisiana. Where the pornos were under the other house. Yes! That you up the trees. Yes! Some yeah. fantastic orgy trains um, in the in the pornos, not under the house. We didn't have orgy trains under the house. Oh, Although I did we're have st- my first girl-on-girl experience because of that porn, but okay. We're still... <laughs> all we know about your number one is dreams. Dreaming. And the segment is almost over. Oh, it's... No one's got a stopwatch on this. It's it's a rolling, not a stopwatch. Shit will never stop. Do you know that song? I literally have no, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Okay. You're like two ounces into a glass of black and cocktail I'm and you've gone crazy. Up. Yeah. Okay. So, growing up in a trailer mm-hmm. in northern Louisiana, mm-hmm. in poverty, mm-hmm. um, if your parents decide that they will splurge on cable, because mm-hmm. back then it was only cable. Sure. And if you had a dish, it was as big as your house. Right. Remember that? Right. Um, but we just had cable, but that was still cool enough. And if they splurge on cable and you have Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Right. But you grow up in the circumstances I live in. You look at the outside world as if an, it's another planet. Right. Okay. Right. Another fucking planet. You watch the Disney Channel, and whenever they do 
any commercials or blurbs or references to Disneyland and Disney World, you're like, that's the same as going to Jupiter. I will never see those places. Right. Yeah. Never. Yeah. This is the closest. Closest. The closest. <laughs> Black Hawk Down, ladies and gentlemen. The closest I will get. So I brought this up, I think, last episode, but I had this dream of going to space camp. Yes. Because of the movie Space Camp. <laughs> yes. And it made me start dreaming. And then that destroyed your hopes and dreams. Yes. So. Because <laughs> it was better to have just not hoped. Right. Or dreamt. When you lived in the circumstances I lived in and were raised by the parents that I were raised by who were just like. If this is what life has handed you, it's because that's what Heavenly Father wants you to live in. It's true. He does. Yes. Um, Heavenly Father didn't want you to go to space camp. Uh-uh. You can't no. be a lady astronaut. Well, it was less about that and more about um, I need to be uh, grateful for what I have and stop dreaming. Right. Because it makes me a bad person. But <clears throat> heavy. Anyway, so I was so fucking serious about space camp and being an astronaut i i i the obsession that i had with it is more was more so than the um drive that i have to be an actress today which i am i am right. a professional actress right i just it's not my primary income right but professional actress means i get paid and i'm right. part of the union and all right. that um but i had so much drive to be an astronaut um, cause you wanted to eat that, um, space ice cream. Of course. That, that was, was the number one reason. Uh, th- that was the number one of the top five of that. <laughs> um, and I, and I said, mom, I want to go to space camp because I thought that's what you have to do in order to become an astronaut. You have to do that first. Let's keep in mind. I was in fourth, maybe fourth or fifth grade. And she, she and I said, how can I start earning some money? My parents were poor, and my dad's um, employment was spotty because, well, that's a long story, but um, she said, okay, here are some things that you can do, and if you will keep a chart of everything that you do, and when I say chart, that you go to the store and you buy a poster board. There was no, there weren't any right. home computers, and you had to walk uphill both ways to the to the store <laughs> to the poster board, carrying store. your brothers and sisters on your back. I seriously, and you had a turnip tied to your belt because that was a custom of the time. <laughs> I seriously bought a poster board, made a chart with a ruler, and made like little cells and uh, rows and columns, and I made a record of every single time I cooked dinner for the family any laundry I did, any chores that I did. And my mom would look at it and assign a dollar amount to it. And I'm thinking, Ashley, don't wonder how they're actually going to give you this money. Just, just trust, just dream. Well, when I had earned a few hundred dollars on paper on or, chart, or right. poster board, my mom was like, oh, we don't have that. <laughs> God. So that's my number one. That's... <laughs> Well, so my number one is the Duke Boys. What the fuck? Do you remember the Dukes of Hazard? Oh, the Duke Boys. The Duke Boys, Bo and Luke Duke. Oh, those, that feathered hair. That feathered hair, the shorty shorts. They were good old boys. They were good old boys. <laughs> they were racist Confederates. But at the time, I didn't know that. Oh, we I wasn't woke. We had no idea. No, I wasn't woke. It was just part of our culture then. I was a young, 
a young queer lad. Closeted queer lad. Closeted queer lad. didn't understand pop culture. No. One one wit. And I saw those beautiful Duke boys. Mm. And something has stirred inside me. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. Because this, I think, was when I was, like, pretty young. Like, I feel like I was watching this, like, the Dukes of Hazzard when I was, like, six or seven. Yeah. Like, not old enough to have, like, actual sexual feelings i had those later about the duke boys of but course. as a six or seven or eight year old or whatever i was like something stirring inside me i had that that i knew was wrong uh-huh. <laughs> and thus i was disappointed by the duke boys okay just a good old boy oh. i could sing the whole theme song oh and then when i was in college i used to make my friends come over and watch dukes of hazard with me and it was on at midnight so we would watch it every night at midnight because we were college kids and we didn't think we needed sleep oh, oh I know. and i was just i just like it for the kitschy cultural fun but really i just wanted you... luke duke to take his shirt off oh my god i was really more into luke which is weird because he's the blonde and i'm really not as much into blondes as i am into dark-haired guys i can i can attest to the fact that there was something more about luke than yeah the other one. what he was, was the sex- other one derek Bo- dirk <laughs> his name was Bo. Bo. Oh! Bo derek um <laughs> and also luke is hotter as an adult than Bo. tom Wappet is Bo. tom wop moffett moffett who played uh the other one um, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. And now is it Helen Hunt? No, now everyone's gonna send me angry letters. But he was in like the Superman movie, the most <gasps> recent one, and he was the dad. You mean Smallville? No, no, no. There was a Superman movie, the one with, with um. Anyway, I don't know. I don't even want to reference pop culture because I'll say it wrong, and then everyone will send angry letters. But anyway, John Schneider. John Schneider. What Superman? No, movie? no, that was Smallville. Oh, he was in Smallville. Oh yeah, too? he's goddamn oh, hot. Yeah. He aged well. I don't want to have any more babies, but I'd take out my IUD and let him put a baby in me. <laughs> he's dead. I think what? He died. I think he died. I freaked out a minute. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, gentle listener? We'll be he's right back. He's still alive! No, he died. No. We'll be right back. And we're back, and John Schneider is not dead. And also, my gay ex-husband, Gary, who lives in West Hollywood. Good job. Surprise, surprise. Uh Uh-huh. He's such a stereotype. Just sent me a photo of a billboard in L.A. that says, Why are my boobs different sizes? And then they show the bottom half of a sad lady. And then in the right corner, it says, One medical. Is it like a boob job place? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why did you send me that? I Are don't my know. boobs ever sizes? Literally never noticed. Will you touch them right now? Hold the phone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get your gay hands off me. <laughs> okay. okay. Number two. So what's the number two thing that starts with the letter D that just shattered your hopes and dreams? Numero deux. Um, the delinquency of my BYU theater professors. Oh, okay. Ooh! This is, this is Coming salt. in hot. This is salty. You need to take a few deep breaths and drink some water. Oh, am I? It's bad? Is it bad? It, you're a little loud. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. I'll have, I'll have to adjust the audio in post. I'll have to do some audio correction in post. I hope you picked up a pack of cigarettes for your editing session. I did. Okay, I did. good. Um, delinquency of my BYU theater professor. Tell us so, more. Um. Back before BYU had an actual BFA in acting, 
um, they just had the BA in theater, and then you had audition to be on the acting track. Oh, I remember that. Meaning you got a senior acting project. Right. Meaning... You didn't get a BFA? I mean, that that acting track didn't lead to a BFA? No. Oh, I don't Because remember. it wasn't approved it wasn't by, like an official curriculum by or the officials jesus by yeah, jesus by jesus by the mormon jesus so anyway so i'm on the acting track and my senior year rolls around and it it was either that my primary acting professors checked out or this was just the norm I'm thinking it's the latter, that it was the norm, where uh, they uh, were absentee. And I had my senior showcase. Um, Did you sing a song from Songs for a New World? I don't even know what that is. A new world calls across the dark... I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> no, I sang a song from... Candide. Well, that's pretentious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have no and idea. And from The Ring and did like four monologues because you have to do like a clap, right. uh, all like kinds of different. Like a Shakespeare. Yeah. 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 So anyways, and there was one person from the faculty that showed and it, she was actually just adjunct, but like the woman who was over the acting program, we'll call her. Fart behind her. Oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> that's so perfect. I like that we're protecting her identity. <laughs> like she's a, it's like a public, it's public information. <laughs> anyway, um, she wasn't there, and no other of my professors came to that's see really the show. It wasn't just mine. It was like the culmination of... Um, like there were other people performing that same night? Right. Because you take a class when you're on the acting track on in your senior year called um, auditions. Oh, yes. And I the whole year you work on audition pieces to take with you out into the world. I'm not even going to get into the fact that they don't have any guidance on what to do once you're done at BYU. Right. And you go out into the world to right. start auditioning for schools or shows or what have you but just it the sign of that manifested that night in that no one even showed up no one showed except for that one adjunct faculty member god and so who's the adjunct faculty member we'll call her persephone okay grindbolt <laughs> That was a good one. Thank you. That was really good. So that's my number two. So my number two is being denied by the universe. This number two is a little heavy too. Oh, dear God. So I may have mentioned before. I probably haven't because I don't talk about it very much. But I might have mentioned before that I have been in a pretty depressed, depressive (laughs) episode for like 11 months. I don't know if our listeners were ready for that breaking news. No, I don't think we've <laughs> talked about it. Um, although I am reading a book right now about a depressed woman. And so now I feel like my depression isn't as depressed as her depression. So I feel like 
I shouldn't talk about my depression because her depression was worse. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, that's like I'm healthy. Com- I'm competing with depression. I roll. Okay, yes, go ahead. So anyway, so I did not I did not figure this out until about a month or two ago that what started this this sort of inciting incident that began this depressive episode was about a year ago. And I don't I'm not gonna get into all the specifics because it's boring, but there was something in my life that I was very excited for and sort of all the pieces, you know, when something happens in your life and all the pieces just magically fall into place, yep. like you don't even try and then just like this opportunity presents itself and then, oh, it's going to be easy because of this. And then just everything takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. So that had happened for me for this opportunity I was really excited for. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the universe wants me to have this experience. All the pieces are falling into place. I didn't even have to try. I didn't have to stress about it. Mm-hmm. And then... One by one, every single one of those pieces fell apart. Mm -hmm. You know, people weren't returning my calls. Like, things got more complicated. Like, you know, like, things came up at work, blah, blah, blah. So all of the, like, all of those things that had fallen into place that had filled me with power and with hope and had made me think, oh, this is it. This is how I'm going to live my life. Like, great things are just going to happen to me because I deserve great things all crumbled to pieces. Right, okay. And I think in my head, I thought, oh, okay, this <clears throat> makes sense. I don't, I won't get anything that I want, which, you know, is a common theme as someone who lived in the closet for 37 years. Sure. So, um, so when everything fell apart, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I won't get the things I want. And then, and thus began an 11 month depressive episode. Maybe not 11 months, 10 months, let's yeah. say. Yeah. So anyway, being denied by the universe. Do you destroyed want to, my hopes and dreams. Do you want me to pick that apart, or do we just want to have an interlude and go well, to Let's just three? move on. We don't need to pick it apart on here. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to. Uh, we'll have a brevet. We'll have a brevet about that one. Just, Are you writing down these brevets that we're having? We're having one about oh, my Cindy, depressive episode. pass me a pen. <clears throat> Cindy. And then what was the other one? The other one was about gay men and pop culture? Ooh, was maybe. that the one? Maybe. I feel like there was one you said earlier. I'm sure there was. Let's I'm not go back so and look. So drunk, right? Oh, I never listened to. No, these. me neither. Yeah. Okay. Who fine. would? <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back. Oh my god, I feel so good. <laughs> Sister Twain <laughs> has not been drinking a lot lately. No. Like for real. Yeah. And now you've had, I would say, a healthy glass of wine and then a smidgen of a second glass. Yes. <laughs> and you are three sheets to the wind. And I'm trying to eat these Kroger white cheddar Cheez-Its to absorb it. It's not working. Or I just or I just stopped and I can't find the box. For real, where'd that box go? I don't know. Anyway, number three. What's the number three word that starts with... What's the number three thing that starts with the letter D that destroyed your hopes and dreams? Go. Dire Straits. The band? Yes. Okay, tell us more. I love Dire Straits. <laughs> Name one of their songs, because I don't know. Sultans of Suede. <laughs> <laughs> that means he doesn't know. Um, It's such an incredible song, but also they are the ones who did that iconic, and I'm sure it was 84, 85. I want my MTV. Okay, okay. Which was Sting, as by a, the way. As a member of Generation Catalano, I remember oh, that. Oh, that you. was the other brevet. Oh, the Generation. The Generation's brevet. <laughs> Writing it down, Cindy. Cindy, oh, did you get that? 
Generations. Fuck you on the cannel. What's a cannellano? That sounds like a pastry. I'll tell you about it later. Okay. I'll tell you about I it I don't even break. care. Should I close the window? Do you think because my neighbors are bad? <laughs> no, your neighbors can't hear me. Okay. They're having sex and having a good time. They are not. Why? Because they're like a tired, angry Mormon couple. Oh, then they're but not. But he's very cute. Anyway, go ahead. And he's looking at porn. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> cute or not, Mormon married angry men are looking at porn. Right. Full of oh, shame. Oh, another breve. Writing it down. Full okay. of shame and breve. Anyway, dire straits. You want okay. your MTV. They made some incredible music. Incredible rock and roll. But there is... And and before you think that I'm being really judgy, give me a second to explain. But in that song, um, oh, it's not even called I Want My MTV. It's called um, Money for Nothing. Money for nothing and, and chicks, you chicks for free. For free. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they taught, there's, this, there's this whole verse in the song about the guy on MTV who has an earring and wears makeup, and he goes... That little faggot with the earring and the makeup. Really? Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize this until just a few years ago. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was really, really upset. And then I realized that whenever you play it, they played it on the radio, that that part was just silenced. Just bleeped. Yeah, not bleeped, but yeah. But just like muted out. That little earring and the makeup. Yeah, buddy, that's his own hair. That little with his own jet airplane. The little they say it millionaire. Yes. Oh my gosh. So. Then, oh my gosh. Then I realized in the eighties it was just said. I remember watching um, Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. and he's in the garage with his best friend, and he's like, "There's something I gotta tell you," and his best friend says. Are you going to tell me that you're a fag? Really? Uh-huh. I'm, all my hopes and dreams have been destroyed now <laughs> oh, by Teen Wolf. Because that is the topic of our episode. Oh, interesting. But it was just kind of a thing in the 80s, and I guess it wasn't taboo in the mainstream. Oh, not at all. Now it is. Yes. And the people who say it are just assholes and probably from Arkansas. Or gay men. Right, which is fine. Right. <laughs> Sister Twain just gently grabbed my arm. <laughs> it's fine, it's, it's fine. It's fine. You can say it if you want to. And so... There's a running gag on gay Twitter where... <laughs> I, I don't... Trying to explain a Twitter joke is probably a really bad idea. Just But try. basically we identify people who can say faggot. Like... <laughs> oh, I love it. Like today my friend posted a picture of... He went to Starbucks and they have a rainbow striped straw for pride and my response was that straw can say faggot and he was like you know it can <laughs> it's like we give certain people it's like a permission. brotherhood yeah a brotherhood yes. yeah we give people permission and so it's not that dire straits dashed my hopes and dreams at first i thought that's what they did but then after thinking about it and i was like oh that was such a product of the generation that they are and right. the 80s right. where before it came like a bad word like you don't fucking say that word right um but now whenever i listen to that song which is a fantastic song and for some they've heard it too many times and i understand um 
But when I listen to that song, uh, but for some, wait, I, anyway, I'm so drunk. Anyway, when I listen to that song, that is now colored by that. And sure. so it's not that Dire Straits dashed my hopes and dreams, but my hab- hopes and dreams about how great that song is. Classic, seminal. Cindy, Cindy, look that one up. Just be sure to check on that so, one. To to summarize, Thank if you. I may. Thank you, please. Your hopes and dreams were not dashed by dire straits. Your hopes and dreams were dashed by institutionalized homophobia and the marginalization of queer individuals. Oh my god! But thank that you. doesn't start with D. So you chose dire straits. Yes, thank okay, you. Perfect. Yes. My number three, <laughs> keeping us on track, is Dawson's Creek. <laughs> D is for Dawson's. Oh. So there was a plot line on Dawson's Creek. Did you watch Dawson's Creek? God, no. Oh, my gosh. It is. Oh, it's such such a spot in my heart. It was the first show that I intentionally watched week to week. Like I I would record it. If I had watched it as a young Mormon married woman, it would have been enabling to my gay ex-husband, Gary, who I knew was had same-sex attraction. <laughs> right. So, anyway, there was a plot line in Dawson's Creek where the character Jack, people started suspecting that Jack might be gay. Oh. And Jack's dad asked him if he was gay. And he was like, no, no. And then later in the episode, they were in a big fight about something. I don't remember exactly what. And Jack got really mad. And he said, ask me again. And his dad was like, what? And he goes, ask me again if I'm gay. And his dad said, are you gay? And he said, yes. And I died inside because I, it was for me, it was the most powerful, beautiful moment on TV. And I knew that I could never do that, even though I did later. But at that time, I didn't think I could do it. And then later, Jack kissed a boy on that show. And I think, and someone correct, can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like 95% sure of this fact. I think that was the first like same sex kiss shown on like, a network TV show that wasn't like a, you know, that wasn't late night or anything like that. Like it was on at like seven o'clock on the WB or whatever. I think it was actually on um, 90210, but we'll have Cindy check on that. Was there a same sex kiss on 90210? Mm-hmm. I, there was that. definitely a guy, a gay guy on 90210. There was? Uh-huh. I never watched 90210. So. He was the guy that went on to be Felicity Huffman, Huffman's husband on Desperate Housewives. Oh, I thought you meant her real husband. I was like, William Macy. <laughs> William Macy was on played, 90210. He played a gay guy on 90210. And so was Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt played a gay guy on 90210. She played the queen of DTV. <laughs> anyway. Um, so. It just shattered, like, I was obsessed, and I wanted to talk to people about that episode, and I wanted to talk about how groundbreaking it was, and no one cared. Because, like, to other people, it was not a big deal. Well, oh. That Jack had come out. I mean, like, yeah, anyway. no, it was fiction, and it was Dawson's Creek. Well, right, and it, yeah, and it wasn't, you know, it was, I mean, I think Dawson's Creek was popular, but it was never, like, a big blockbuster TV show. Were you a college student at this point? Yeah, I would have been in college. You would have been in college. Was it before your mission or after your mission? After my mission. Okay. It might have, I might have even been married by then. How soon after your mission did you marry um, Sister Gary? (laughs) Sister Gary. Um, I was either 20th, wait, hold on. That's so weird to think. I was like twenty five. It's so weird. I was twenty five, so I was. It was four years after my LDS mission. And so, you became a minister society for just a second, right? Don't they say it's twenty five? 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. But we don't want to talk about that anymore, do we? No. You don't want to talk about your marriage? No. I mean, another, put it down for a brevet. Oh, that's not going to be a brevet. That's going to be a flat white. A flat white. I don't know. That's probably. We'll be right back. And we're back. Here's that billboard, Brother Coffee. Look. Why are my boobs different sizes? She looks so sad. I know. She's like, kind of a turned down lip, like kind of a little bit of a frown. She's definitely looking down at the ground because that's what we do when we're sad. But anyway. She's looking in the mirror and she's like, my boobies. And they're different sizes. Yeah. Isn't that a first world problem or what? It really is. Oh, yeah. I just had to remember what my number four was. Okay. I had to go to my notes app. Okay. What's your number four, Sister Latter-day Twain? <clears throat> Twain's number four is degree. <laughs> the body, the antiperspirant and deodorant? Do they still make that? I think so. I thought that was just in the 90s. I don't know. I'm busy. I don't know. But <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> my degree, uh, and I bring this up because um, when I started looking to just get some maybe part time job, and this was before my divorce. Mm hmm. And then bleed over into divorce, post-divorce, and Sister Twaint is employed, but um, not making a living wage. My hopes and dreams were shattered because I realized that even though I have a bachelor's degree, it is irrelevant. Right. It is fucking irrelevant. So I, I spent the better part of maybe 2008 to 2013 on a journey of realization that the bachelor's degree is it holds as much meaning these days as a high school diploma yeah essentially and and that was a that was kind of a hot more exciting topic back when people were realizing that in those years but that was definitely a time for me where I was like I have thousands of dollars of student loan debt and I can't even get a job that pays more than minimum wage right unless I suck Ooh. my boss's dick which is something I actually did so Oh my god! <laughs> oh, which starts with a D. Was that um? Is this a Me Too moment, or were you like a willing participant? Oh, I was willing. So there was not a power dynamic at play here. Oh hell yeah, my sexuality was the power. Oh girl! <laughs> if you have been sexually harassed, please call the sexual harassment helpline. But if you like dicks in your mouth like I do, and it was your choice, and you convinced him to do it. Oh, okay. And he's so married. So you sexually harassed him, <laughs> basically. We should move on. Anyway. Yes, I did. <laughs> she, as she reaches for her glass of wine, do not spill that wine on my sofa, or I will... Or the neighbors will get mad. I will murder you. Close the windows. So my number four is dating dudes. In search of dick. <laughs> Destroyed my hopes and dreams. Throwing, let's throw some Democrats in there too. Dating Democrat dudes. Oh yeah, I would never date a Republican dude. No, I know. But you know, the one D that didn't make my list was Democrats. They've been disappointing me lately. They, they really have. <laughs> anyway, go They ahead. really have. Um, I mean, I kind of mentioned this last week, so I don't need to beat a dead dude horse. But. <laughs> dead horse. 
when I first came out, I was so excited and mm-hmm. so full of hope. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, all these things I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to go to a movie with a guy and hold a guy's hand and kiss a guy and whatever else. Dicks. And, ah. and then quickly <laughs> became disillusioned and disappointed oh, wow. by D. Daybird Ever. What are their names that wrote Game of Thrones? Doobie Keebler. <laughs> and D. Kimmy and Gibbler. D. Kimmy um, so yeah, I, yeah, so my hopes and dreams were kind of shattered. I was like, oh, this actually sucks. Dating actually sucks and no one wants to date me. Which is, maybe isn't true. I don't want anyone to date me because I hate myself. Right. But I do have a date tomorrow, actually. Oh my God. I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's a lunch date. It's uh, safe, safe. Safe. And it's going to be at the mall. Well, I don't know where it's going to be. We oh. haven't decided that oh, yet. Okay, but but it's actually, it actually isn't, it is not a lunch date just because it's safe. It's just a lunch date because I have to work tomorrow night. And I, and I did say to him, I said, well, I have to work late. So we could meet for lunch or we could meet for a drink when I get off work. And he said, let's just grab lunch. And I was great. like, great. So I wasn't just being safe. Sister Twain wants to ask a question. Yes. Are you back on the apps? Yes. How often do you re-download the apps, the apps? <sighs> depends on my s- mental health state D- depends starts with a d great oh. good job i mean i will i probably delete them i probably will in any given segment of time i will have them downloaded for like three weeks to a month and then i will delete them for like two to three months and then i will re-download them delete download dating dicks the, the D's of Brother Coffee's dilemma. Ooh! And we'll be right back. <laughs> we're back. Hey. Um, we were just talking about my cats who are running around like they're in the Olympic trials. One of my cats is sniffing your hair right now. I know. What a sweetheart. That means she trusts me. <laughs> Does it? Sure. She's going to, like, bite your head. Oh, no. She's really into it. She's not. I, so, my one cat... If you hold still, she will start licking your head. Oh. She's, like, really getting in there. My heart. Oh, 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 she wants to... She wants to... I'd like to get to know you if I could. My cat will wake me up at 6.45 in the morning with her paw on my neck <laughs> because she wants wet food. She'll go once... And then wait a few seconds and then do it again. And Cats I'm are like, the worst. God damn it. I yeah, love my, her. My boy cat is usually very, does his own thing, doesn't really care. But every once in a while, like on Saturday, which was the first day that I could sleep in in like 12 days or something. <laughs> and it wasn't super early. It was probably like 8 a.m. But, you know, I was like ready to sleep in. Yeah. Just started um, wandering around my room going, <laughs> And, like, he had food, he had water. I don't know what he wanted. And you're like, shut up, boy cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so what's the number five thing that starts with D that destroyed your hopes and dreams? Number five. Depeche Mode. <laughs> now let me explain again. I Dire love, Straits, Duran Duran, Depeche I Mode. I love Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode, after the Beatles, is the greatest band alive and my favorite band alive. They're all alive still, which is weird because David Gone, the lead singer, 
has... Didn't him and John Schneider from Dukes of Hazzard die in a plane crash? Oh, fuck you. Um, but they're, they're of the generation Kunane, or whatever it is you said. Anyway, they're um, no, they're not. They're like baby boomers. But um, uh, Dave Gons actually, like, flatlined five times. Oh. He's like a cat. But that's not why they disappoint my dreams and, and my hopes. Um, in 1993... When I was two years old. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was a senior in high school. Um, I lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And I heard towards the beginning of the school year. So if it was, it was 90, fall of 93. F- who fucking cares? Anyway, it was 1993. And I heard Depeche Mode was coming to Dallas. And that's a five-hour drive. Depeche Mode is not going to come to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Even now, even now, they're right. too big for that. <clears throat> right. They don't come to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I saw Adam Ant in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And that's some pretty, that's pretty huge. But Depeche Mode, no, not for maybe another 10, 15 years. But anyway. And I was so excited to see my favorite band, other than the Beatles, Live in concert, like it was as good as someone saying, let's go see the Beatles or Paul McCartney or whatever. And I'm thinking they're going to do this song and that song and this song, you know, some of their classics and my favorites at the time. And they didn't do any of those songs. They did a weird selection of songs and the concert lasted maybe after the opening act, which was the the, the Depeche Mode portion lasted maybe an hour to an hour and a half. So they played like 10 songs. Right. <clears throat> they did like Where the Streets Have No Name. Oh my God, stop. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. <laughs> all of Helen Hunt's favorites. No, all, all the Helen Hunt. <laughs> I'm convinced that Doobie Keebler and D. Kimmy Schmidt. Wait, what was D. it? D. Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Uh, has something to do with that concert. But no. Um, so I'm like, it's really over. And you wait for them to come out for an encore, because usually that's what they'll sure. do. They did not. Bitches. And the, and the lights in the arena we were in came up. And it Bitches. was as bright as day. And we were like, I guess we'll go home now. And... Even though I had just seen Depeche Mode, I had just seen them live, I've just seen Dave gone. There was something that left me feeling so empty. Well, we get back in the car because my mom, my Mormon mom, who... Did she take you to the concert? No, my dad did. Because his brother lives in Dallas. So he was like, I'll hang out with my brother while you go to the concert. My mom was like, you can, it was on a school night. And she was like, you can go, but you are coming home that night. And you're going to seminary and school the next day. Oh yeah. And I had early morning seminary. Right. So I got two hours of sleep and got up and went to seminary and school. And I thought, I've never felt like that in my life. I've never felt that horrible. Anyway, we're driving home and we turn on this fantastic station that Dallas had. And I'm sure they still have, which is, which at the time was just all the, uh, alternative. They don't use that word anymore, but at the time, alternative was cool. 
And they said, if you are driving home from the Depeche Mode mini concert, and I was like, okay, oh, that's what it was. I just wish I had known. But in a way, my hopes and dreams were dashed. And I haven't seen them in concert since. So it was a mini concert? Yeah. Is that a thing? Apparently. That's bullshit. I know. So my, thank you for sharing. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Don't spit wine on my sofa. I'm not going to. So my word that starts with D that describes a time my hopes and dreams were crushed, I chose the word disappointment. And this refers specifically to a time when I was hanging out with my children. I have three children. And I had had a few drinks, as I want to do. And I said... None of you are even going to be gay. You're all going to turn out straight. And it's such a waste. Because I would be the best parent to a queer child. You would be such a good mama dragon. I would be. And I was so annoyed. I was kind of joking. I wasn't really annoyed. I was kind of joking. But anyway, my two oldest boys were like, yeah, sorry. (laughs) And then my youngest, who's a girl, said, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm only nine. She's amazing. Maybe maybe I'll be queer. I'm not. I don't know. Like, I haven't. Sister, gentle reader, and brother, sisters and brothers. It's probably just singular though. Brothers and sisters and gentle listeners. Brother Coffee's daughter, who we'll call. <laughs> Don't make up a name for her. Just, <laughs> just call her my daughter. We'll call her, her espresso shot. Oh, because I'm Brother Coffee. She's my espresso That's shot. So cute. Anyway, no, she did not want to misgender. The blow-up unicorn pool floaty. Sorry, I forgot about Tell that. them. Well, I don't even remember the specifics. So, you guys were in the pool. Yes, and we had a, we had a pool floaty that was a unicorn. Yeah, and you were going to take a photo or do something, and she said, oh, wait a minute, let me go get her, referring to the floaty. And she goes, or him, I don't want to assume the gender. <laughs> oh, my God, brilliant job. Brother Coffee. Have I told you? Here's another story about her being an amazing child. Do you know the movie Hotel Transylvania? Your kids are probably too old. Unfortunately, yes. Oh, okay. So there's a movie called Hotel Transylvania, (sighs) and there is a character on it named Blobby, who is like a clear plastic gooey blob. It's like a slime blob or something. And in the Hotel Transylvania where they go on a cruise, Blobby gets seasick and throws up and when he when they throw up a blob it becomes a child so then blobby has a child and we were watching that and blobby doesn't talk so we don't really know a lot about blobby other than what they do on the screen we were watching that and my daughter my daughter goes do you think blobby is genderqueer oh my god oh my god i love it so much and i was like I mean, maybe. She's like, because we don't really know their gender. And they just had a baby by, like, throwing up. <laughs> and there's no, like, partner. So they're probably, like, genderqueer or, like, or like gender nonconforming. And I was like, yeah, probably. She's amazing. <laughs> and you know what? I think you have a queer child on your hands. I don't know. I mean, I get no indication from her that she's actually queer. I didn't either. But I think that she is... I think that she will grow up and she is so accepting and open to like other people and other experiences and whatever that like, I don't think she'll be rigidly defined by anything. Do you know what I mean? So amazing. Yeah. So So amazing. And you're not even trying to to do instill that in her. No, I mean, we talk, I mean, 
I am in the sense that I'm super conscientious about like in that way, the yeah. pronouns that I use yeah. or like the way we talk about things or the way we talk about like when my kids grow up and get married. Like I'm very careful not to assume like, well, when you have a husband or, you know, whatever. Like I never so say anything awesome. like that. But um, yeah. That's anyway, amazing. So my hopes and dreams are destroyed because none of my kids are gay. Do I look like daenerys targaryen in the most recent episode no okay because i feel like i look like a mad queen. we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because sister twain lady. is um a little tipsy oh it's so great a little tipsy daenerys starts with a d we'll be right back <laughs> we're back hey <laughs> so that was it that was the five d's that destroyed, destroyed our, our hopes, hopes and, and dreams. dreams. Other than Doobie Kabler and D. Kimmy Schmidt. And just to recap, mine were Dem Duke boys being denied <laughs> Dawson's Creek, dating dudes in search of dicks, and disappointment. And Sister Twain's were the delinquency of my BYU professors, my degree, dire straits, Depeche Mode, and just dreaming in and of itself. Dreaming. <laughs> dreaming destroyed your hopes and dreams. <laughs> well... That's it, folks. Another hot drink. Seriously, put those crackers down. <laughs> um, so, just our our little wrap ups. Do you have any Do you have any exciting things going on this week you want to share? No. Okay. Um, I'm just I'm in the fifth week of my new job. I still fucking love it. I work for a restaurant that's run by a gay male couple. Um, it's super queer. There's a rainbow flag out front. And the food's real good. And the food is fucking I really incredible. need to eat there again. Yeah, and you do. He's just about to change the menu, too. Oh, but if, but like, would you not want to go eat there with me because you eat there all the time? Oh, no, I would totally okay, do it. Okay, let's go do it sometime. Yeah, I, and if I if I pay on my card and you Venmo me your portion, we'll get 30% off. Nice. Yeah. Um. Well, good. Um, and the gentle listeners, if you would like to come eat with us, email us at hotdrinksforthebelly at gmail.com and you can have dinner with Brother Coffee and Sister Twain for 30% off. <gasps> oh, let's do it. I we're, would love to have We're not with... paying. It's no, not you're free. Paying for yourself. This is not a But contest. you'll get a discount. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Starts with a D, discount. Oh, discount. This is the best episode. It's like we've a ever Sesame made. Street episode. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Hot Drinks. And we have a Hot Drinks Twitter. Um, we need to get a little bit more active on that, though. I know. I'm sorry. I've, I mostly... I've got to manage my regular Twitter. I've got to manage my <laughs> slutty Twitter. And I've got to manage the Hot Drinks Twitter. And it's a lot. And you're back on the apps. I'm back on the apps. I'm re- managing my regular Instagram. I, I have like I have so many Instagram accounts, I had to delete some of them oh because I God. couldn't access them all. So here's the thing, though. But we, at, at Hot Drinks on Twitter, um, we retweet some really good shit we follow some really great ex-mormon accounts so if you're out there and you're part of any of the ex-mo accounts that we follow thank you you're posting some great shit on instagram we're mostly using that for little blurbs like funny pictures of people drinking a cup of coffee and it's <laughs> or just like just to let you know we have a new episode or to let you know we have an episode or an episode recap we've been doing this little like cute little um collage of the four oh that's right and by yeah. we you mean you because Me. you do all that work right i don't even know if i have the password to the I, Instagram oh account. my god but um and then we do like to post stories and when we post a story, if it's not just like a housekeeping thing, it's something really fucking funny. 
Um, I also just want to give a special shout out to a gentle listener. I won't say her name just in case she doesn't want to reveal herself. But she left us a voicemail on the Anchor app, which you can do. Oh my gosh, she's and left she a left few. And she left a really cute voicemail um, decrying me for like basically outlining all of the details of Girls Just Want to Have Fun oh, that I got wrong. And, and I just want to say for the record, again, I know I brought it up at the beginning, but literally as soon as we finished that episode that night, which was at like 1130 at night, I turned on Hulu and found Girls Just Want to Have Fun and rewatched oh it. Oh my God. And it is just as magical as you remember. Oh, oh, I can't with you. I can't. And clearly I don't remember any of it, but it sure was magical. <laughs> and Helen Hunt was really in it. She really is. I know. And the girl, the, the, the gentle listener who left us a voicemail, do you remember how she talked about when the guy started dancing and he went crazy and went around the back of the stage? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that was a moment. I just watched that, like, last night. So, so anyway. thank you, gentle listener, for your um, your voicemails. She leaves them right on the Anchor app. Which you can do. Which you can totally do. So if you listen on another platform, you can um, search us at anchor.fm slash hot drinks. That's what it is, right? Oh, wow. That was impressive. And if you do that, you'll find that you'll go right to our page and you'll find all the options there and you can leave us little uh, actual voice messages. Or just text us. And I think we can actually upload to those to episodes. We so could. you could be featured on an episode. If we got our shit together enough to actually do that. My shit's so together. My shit's not. It's very loose. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you believed me? Did you think it was gross that I said my shit is very loose? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. But seriously, leave us a voice message. That would be fun. And a voice if, message. And if you do, tell us what name you want to be known by. Oh, yeah. Heretofore. What is your, what is your, uh, what are temple names called? Like your true name? I don't remember. It's just your uh, temple name, name. It's your temple name. Then the, your new name. Oh, your new name. That's what it is. Yeah, mine was Judith. What was yours? <laughs> mine was Jack Coffee. Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, why did I spit on you? All right. We love you. We love you. You need to drink some water. Oh, I thought you were going to say wine. You know, you do not need to drink any wine. <laughs> Good night. Bye.